0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Political Straight Talk. I am your host, the Political Superman, coming to you live in the foothills of the Ozarks. The song that opened up the program is called My Name Is by Matthew West, and he is a choir director at a Baptist church there in Nashville, has seven number one Christian singles, including seven Dove Awards. Now I say that because over the past couple of weeks, as an election moves closer, I'm asked constantly how this is going to turn out, how that's going to turn out. You know, what am I? What do I think is going to happen here? Am I concerned about this? Am I concerned about that? And the truth is, for many years, yes, I was concerned. I was concerned about who was going to be our leader. I was going to. I was concerned about who the governor was. I was concerned about who our political leaders were, until one day I realized that I am a gun-toting, flag-waving, coke-drinking, proud American that is wrapped in red, white, and blue, and I am bought and paid for, saved through and through, because I am a child of the one true king. And so I say to everybody out there listening that's worried about what's going to happen on Tuesday and who's going to be in charge of this chamber and that chamber, to remember that if you are saved by grace, then you are a child of the one true king, and it doesn't matter who's in charge, because at the end of the day, God is in time, on time, every time. For eight years, we worried about Obama, and Obama being in charge, And we thought the country was going to go to hell in a handbasket and be ruined forever. And right as it was just at the darkest point, the dawn lit up and we put somebody in the White House that has made a difference, that is protecting the sanctity of life, that is putting conservative Christian uh, biblical-based leaders in charge of our courts. People again and again amaze me across this country, by right when you think that everybody's going to be at their lowest point and the country's going to go down the tubes, we're reminded again that in 1776, 59 people got together in a room and shook off the chains of tyranny and said, we're not going to take this anymore, and that we are now the United Colonies of America. And King George, you can pucker up and kiss our butts, and for years after that, until 18 I think it was around, let's see, 1782, 1783, that we continued to fight. And at that point in time, when the United States was fighting the Revolutionary War, you had three factions in those 13 colonies. You had the one-third that was for independence from King George, You had the one-third that was loyal to the Tories, and then you had that one-third that sat on the fence and went with whichever way the wind blowed and who they thought was going to win. So fast forward now, 250-some-odd years, and we have a country that is 47% one way, 47% the other way, and you have 6% that are either too stupid or sit on the fence And go whichever way the wind blows. So I say to each of you, don't worry about who's going to be elected Tuesday. Go into the ballot box and cast your vote. Cast your vote for those who most closely align in your district, in your zone, in your ward, for what you stand for and what you believe and what you want out of your government. Don't vote your conscience. Vote what you want out of your government. If you want your government to be pro-choice, go vote pro-choice. If you want your government to be pro-life, go vote pro-life. If you want your government to be pro-business and small and efficient, then go vote for that. If you want it to be a big, obtrusive behemoth that manages every aspect of your life, then go vote for that. But everybody needs to stop worrying about who's in charge, because at the end of the day, no matter who's in the White House, the same person is still in charge. And that is some political straight talk. The time. 10.09 on the East Coast, 7.09 on the Left Coast, and let's get this show started talking about what is on everybody's mind today, and I do mean everybody's mind. And that is, is Avenatti going to run for president? He's put up his first ad. First political ad for Avenatti has went up. Now, I'm not real sure what he thinks he's going to accomplish with this political ad. But, yeah. So, we're not going to spend a ton of time on him. We're going to move more towards Hanoi Jane. And for those of you that follow the news, you're going to know that Hanoi Jane Fonda gave a speech where she compared Hitler and Trump. Now, normally I take most of what Hanoi Jane says, sweep it under the carpet, and realize that it's coming from a buffoon. But the irony in this statement, to me, was very important. So, let's put it in context. In the late 60s and 70s, Hanoi Jane chose to go to Vietnam, a country that castrated and killed homosexuals, razored women that were considered lesbians, took the lives of people that disagreed with one person, chopped their heads off, okay? And she went to that country, sat on the lap of their little dictator, and wondered aloud why he couldn't just be left to run his country, that he was such a peaceful man. All the while, the United States was engaged in a conflict with the little Republic of North Vietnam. So as the Vietnam War drug along, 1975 rolls around and they've decided that it's time to pull US troops out. Public pressure was what it was and North Korean or North Vietnam and South Vietnam would get along sing kumbaya. Well, they did in fact get along. They got along because North Korea invaded South Korea, or Vietnam, and now you have the People's Republic of Vietnam. So fast forward, President Trump takes office, Hanoi Jane comes out running her pie hole and compares Trump to Hitler. If anybody in this country doesn't have a right to say two words, it would be Hanoi Jane. Because as far as I'm concerned, she is guilty of treason. For treason is defined as providing aid and comfort to the enemy. And she did, in fact, do that. She was never charged. As a matter of fact, she was forgiven by weak-kneed peanut farmer Jimmy Carter. I've often wondered where his nuts went, and I think they went into a jar of peanut butter. Because he sure don't have any. And that is rant number two. So let's talk about some of the headlines today. There's quite a few. I see where uh, uh, Senator Grassley's on a roll. He has referred yet another of Kavanaugh's accusers to the FBI to face charges of making false statements and claims to the Senate Judiciary Committee. And Democrats are yelling, howling, screaming mad. Me personally, good. The only one out of the bunch they won't go after will be ballsy Ford and there would be a public backlash if they did. So Trump and Obama (laughs) have been holding rallies together. Obama's holding one in one area, Trump holds another one in another area, and I think this evening they were in Indianapolis and Atlanta, Obama was speaking at a rally and he says that it's the most important election of our lifetime, even though I heard that two years ago. The consequences of any of us staying home really are profound, he said. With voting just days away and early voting already taking place in many states, there have been nonstop attempts to divide us. In four days, you can tap into the better angels of our nature. You can be a check on bad behavior. You can choose a bigger, more prosperous, more generous vision of America, he said, a vision where love and hope overcome hate. An America where we, the people of the United States, whatever we look like, whatever our last name is, however our parents came to this country, we can come together to shape our country's course. Yeah, he that. Now, he was in Florida, too, and he's been, you know, under, when he took over for my former boss, he was everything's Bush's fault. The bad economy, Bush's fault. The bad morale, Bush's fault. The bad this, Bush's fault. Five years into his term, it was Bush's fault. Okay? And he's just an idiot. I mean, I'm just going to have to tell you. Now, they will not report the numbers at Obama's rally. That tells me that Obama's rally was chump change. Okay, about a blue wave would equal, I'm sorry?
1: He had about 2,000 when Trump had about around 100,000.
0: Was that today? Oh, that, no, that yeah, was, that
1: weeks was ago. In, um, when Trump was in, I think, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. And, Murfreesboro. Uh, yeah, in and uh, Obama was in uh, Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, that was weeks ago.
0: Oh okay. Well, it's kind of weird.
2: I can't. I, I can't think there's more than a thousand.
0: Well, I'm watching. I've been watching early voting numbers. Now, the early voting numbers aren't really setting any records. Single day turnouts have set records, but the overall, once it was all said and done did not set records however if you look at key demographics in swing states you're going to see that republicans tend to be outpacing democrats in early voting however i caution everybody to not look too deeply into those tea leaves okay because it could be that republicans are voting early and not expanding the base so then on election day we see those numbers fall exponentially, okay? I do think that I got asked earlier today how I thought the house was going to go, and I have been saying that I felt that we would pick up a couple of seats in the house. However, after looking at internal polling data from both sides of the aisle, I now suspect that that's probably not the case. And that we Republicans would have to do very, very well in some areas where Trump is. Trump carried the district, but it's a generally blue district or a purple district. There's a couple in Wisconsin, a couple in Michigan, and we're just going to have to wait and see. If Republicans are motivated over the caravan of illegals and they are... Just a second. And the Republicans turn up in numbers that were in in two sixteen in twenty sixteen style fashion, and the independents break towards Trump. Then the indicators are good. Okay. If they don't, and we see numbers that are stagnant on Republicans. And independents aren't voting for Republicans in high numbers, then we could see not a great night for Democrats, but we can see uh, we will see some pickups for Democrats. Um, I will tell you this, based on the numbers that I was looking at today and the numbers I looked at yesterday, the swing will only be by a couple of seats if the republicans retain control it will be by just a couple of seats if democrats get control it'll be by a couple of seats so and i know that's not exactly what people want to hear but the swing will be a couple of seats either way now i do know that the predictor the predictor indicators from fox cnn uh, PMSNBC have a swing up to 50 seats. That's so,
2: that Cook report from Drudge, isn't it?
0: Well, I saw the Cook report. The Cook report does the same thing. Now, as I recall, the Cook report is has always been fairly good. But they've been wrong. Game. Um, the didn't Cook Report looked,
1: looks at. He, what? Whoever's
0: got the really loud TV on in the background, shut it off.
2: Didn't he project that Hillary would win two years ago?
0: Oh, the Cook Report? Yeah. Yes, the Cook Report did have Hillary up. But I want people to be prepared that it is possible that Republicans will lose the House. I'm, you know, a lot of people, one of the indicators I've seen, 69% odds in favor of Republicans losing the House, um, 0% odds in favor of the Republicans losing the Senate. I got to tell you, if I've got one or the other, I'd rather have the Senate
2: why my god congress they, they would do endless investigations uh implement oh. impeachment articles articles of impeachment oh. they would repeal the tax cuts they would oh i, I mean
0: i'm i'm harsh. trying to think i'm trying to think where you've said anything that concerns me yet
2: <laughs> let's say, so, far I've,
0: not, the finance so far I've not so far i've not heard anything Moore
2: Maxine Waters, the head of the finance committee uh Adam Schiff the okay. head of the committee you, you know you're again talking i'm about i'm
0: I'm still trying to think about where that matters
2: well, it matters oh.
0: I'm thinking you're missing the point
2: they would, they would they would undo everything that Trump has done the last two years.
0: they would try. What chamber do we have? It still has to go to the Senate. We have the upper chamber, number one. Number two, what does the Senate do? Advise and consent on what? Judges. What have Republicans been trying to do for years? Get Republicans on the court. There will be an expansion of the courts. Of the federal court system the appellate court system is going to expand okay they're going to put the ninth circus in charge of California only and create another circuit that's going to handle Washington and Oregon think about this Trump's in office Republicans control the Senate oh darn we put conservatives on that court Trump's going to get another Supreme Court justice before his term's up. Who advises and consents? The Senate. The House has you know, the those, budget.
2: It also puts Nancy Pelosi third and one to president.
0: So? Again, I'm trying to think where there's a bad thing here.
2: If they introduce articles of impeachment, and you know it'll pass if they've got the House.
0: Do you realize what it takes to get articles of impeachment through the House? Do you understand that, that even remotely thinking about that? Okay? And I'm surprised Republicans haven't yelled louder about this. But the American people do not want an impeachment. They they have done polling on that for the past year, and the impeachment has not gotten above 20%. Nobody wants that. Democrats know that, too. I'm not fully convinced Democrats will get the House. It just all depends on voter turnout.
2: It me to death.
0: And since every state doesn't have early voters or early voting, We don't know. In the Senate races, all of them look good for Republicans. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. not really one that looks bad right now for Republicans. Manchin's in trouble. Uh, Menendez is in trouble. Donnelly's in trouble. Nelson's in trouble. I just, I'm... Again, I'm not seeing where it concerns me
2: when, when I see that Georgia, and not Georgia, but Florida, Santos and Gillum are neck and neck. That
0: yes, I just don't. But neck and neck races are okay. Look at the percentage of who's turning out. Okay. Does anybody remember the county I told you to watch in election?
2: Broward County. Broward County. I did,
0: in fact, tell you to watch Broward County. Has anybody seen the numbers coming out of Broward County for early voting?
2: Republican. Huh? It's favored for Republicans.
0: Not Broward County. Not Broward County.
2: Not Broward. Um.
0: But if you look at Broward County's numbers right now and you look at Broward County's numbers in 2016 and even go to, excuse me, their numbers right now are lower than they were in
1: 2014,
0: okay? So it's something to pay attention to. It's like in Georgia. We've heard a lot of talk about her being close in Georgia. That race will not come out to be close. Okay, Florida gonna be close. Georgia's isn't. Georgia's are. Georgia has early voting. Okay, the numbers there are crazy. Texas has early voting. There's some concern about Texas right now. There is a lot of concern about Texas.
1: Mm-hmm
0: because the last three days of early voting saw trends that were not in favor of Ted Cruz. And O'Rourke has made... That that race coming out of early voting based on registered Democrats versus registered Republicans going to the polls is not a good sign for Ted Cruz. Now, I don't think he's going to lose.
2: I thought he was up by nine.
0: But well, the most recent polling has him has him almost neck and neck. He's within the margin of error of two of them. There's been a big push to out to to get rid of him. So, well, I've. The good news is is that Trump's able to start getting back on his message and get his rallies fired up, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, people are, are looking, you know, way too crazy at this. So um, I'm no huge. I, I like Mike Huckabee as a pastor. I like Mike Huckabee as the governor of Arkansas. Uh, many of y'all know the story behind I me throwing sure. him out but uh, there's an article and I'm going to read part of it that he pinned Mike Huckabee joined Bill Hemmer and Sandra Smith on America's Newsroom Friday to react to a Wall Street Journal op-ed that says Tuesday's November elections will be a referendum on President Trump. In the piece Daniel Henniger, deputy editor of the journal's editorial page, wrote that progressive Democrats have repeatedly said Trump is a threat to our democracy. He said that he said that is the most fake thing anyone has said in the past two years, and on Tuesday, tens of millions of American voters will prove it. Huckabee, former governor of Arkansas and a Fox News contributor, agreed that if the med terms are a referendum on Trump then the Republican Party is in good shape. He pointed to a better-than-expected expect- jobs report, with 250,000 jobs added, a historically low 3.7% unemployment rate, and notable wage growth. There are so many indicators that show under Donald Trump this country's in great shape. If it's a res- re- <laughs> referendum on him, we're in good shape. He added, however, that some Republican lawmakers have not performed as well as the president pointing out that Congress dropped the ball on repealing Obamacare, building the border wall, and defunding Planned Parenthood, which, by the way, I'm so sick of hearing about defunding Planned Parenthood. I think Dan Henniger is right, but it's also in some of these districts a referendum on individual Republicans who failed to stand with this very effective president. Now, I agree. And I think that I just think people need to wait. We lost the
2: host. for him to start talking again. <laughs> we lost him. Hello. Another one bites the dust. Hey,
1: hey.
2: <laughs> What's that? Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, well, okay. Sure does.
1: Oh.
2: oh I know I've
0: all right, my apologies anyway <laughs> I think we I think we sit and wait and see how Tuesday runs the course. I think that if it's raining, remember if it's raining or snowing in districts, Democrats don't go to the polls. Right. In certain key states, weather is expected in certain districts. (laughs) Yep.
1: So, Okra.
0: So,
2: So it doesn't matter what Okra did this week in Georgia.
0: No, I don't (laughs) think. I don't think Oprah. Oprah is going to have about the same effect as Taylor Swift had. Absolutely none. Yeah. Oprah is a has been that nobody gives two shits about anymore, which is why she's now peddling food on TV. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Her pizza crust is made of cauliflower.
0: Yeah, I heard. Although yeah. I think it might be tasty. Oh God.
2: If you like
0: cauliflower. Yeah, if
2: you like cauliflower.
0: Well, you know, don't knock it to your truck.
2: Why not make that out of broccoli? Good
0: so I think that we have to look at a few other dynamics that are going on. For example, the Tennessee Senate race, okay? Uh, Congressman Blackburn versus Governor Bredesen. Now, that's a race that people are going to have a hard time. Uh, Republican numbers are way up in Knoxville. However, Bredesen's very popular in Knoxville. So how many Republicans crossed over and voted for him? It has happened. Knoxville's what gave him two terms as governor. Mm -mm. Okay. Now, the Upper East Corridor of East Tennessee, uh, the first, second, and part of the third congressional districts, have all voted very, very heavily, and they are not a fan of Governor Bredesen. So you, you know, you got to look at some of these effects. And Indiana, you know, voting very high during early voting. Um, on the contrary, Indianapolis was way down. In Georgia, Atlanta is on par for 2014 numbers, not 2016 or 18. So before everybody goes gets their knickers in a twist, everybody just needs to settle down.
2: Well, you're talking about three counties, what, Knoxville, Davidson, and Shelby County, who are heavily Well, Shelby Democratic.
0: County, well, first of all, Knox County is not heavily Democratic. Knox County is very well, heavily Republican.
2: Saying, well, I'm just saying that you quoted Knoxville and some Republicans may cross over.
0: But, you know. uh. Knoxville will determine which way that Senate race goes. If we see an early voting in Knoxville that Marsha Blackburn came out ahead in early voting, then it's over for Bredesen. Um, Democrat Bill Lee will win the election. So the Democrats, no matter who gets elected there, have a Democrat in office. Um, so he will win. Um surprised he won't go caucus with the Democrats. Him and Sherry Jones will be good buddies. He'll be sneaking out to lunch with her all the time.
1: <laughs>
0: so Tennessee gets a Democratic governor either way it goes. And Arkansas, those races not really any competitive races in the state of Arkansas. Uh, Governor Hutchinson, his numbers are so pathetic, the Democrat needs to just hang it up. Governor mm-hmm. Hutchinson is up by 69 points. Oh I my have God. never <laughs> seen a governor's race that lopsided.
1: He is up
0: 69 points. You're mm. just like, what the crap? Um, of all of the Republican representatives in the state of Arkansas, none of them are within 30 points of their challenger. In other words, they just take a fly swat and smack their Democratic opponent away. In the, what other state? Arizona, Republicans are outnumbering Democrats. Independents are coming out very heavy. And based on super secret exit polling data from the GOP and the DNC, um, it's leaning to the GOP in the state of uh, Arizona.
2: Well, McSally will win.
0: I um, think so. I think she's going to come out. I think uh, North Dakota, the Democrats have put up signs encouraging people not to vote if they're Republicans oh, yeah. because uh, they may lose their out-of-state hunting license. I have no idea what the heck that matters or what that means. <laughs> it, I don't know it? how.
2: Isn't that isn't that against the Election Commission?
0: It is against federal election law to do that, yes. That's voter intimidation. Um, but I think it's too late for her. You know, I think against- the, the state, I think uh, High Camp is done. She's down, she was down 17 points in the last tracking poll. The Republican in New Jersey's down by four points going into the weekend. Hmm. What we have to do is look at what President Trump's schedule is. What is his schedule going into Tuesday? Where is he gonna be? Those are races they think they can win.
2: Well, Sunday he's gonna be in Chattanooga.
0: He is. And, and that's enjoy. actually it's actually a very smart move for him to go to Chattanooga. Because he can fire up the Georgia folks, mm-hmm. because it's on the Georgia state line, and he'll fire up the Tennessee folks. Does anybody know where he's going in Georgia or in Chattanooga?
2: Um, oh, God, I had it. A Let me pull up my... Handy, uh...
0: dandy, notepad.
2: Why not? I'm to blues, see. Blues blues, blues Uh wait a
1: minute.
2: Yeah, we had the yeah. total of three between Sunday and Monday. Yeah, man, I'm trying to
0: He's got He's three to between Sunday and Monday. He's
1: going to Chattanooga Sunday night,
2: yeah. seven
0: o'clock. Yeah. We know, but where is he going in Chattanooga? Oh God. What's the venue? Uh,
2: at the, wait a minute. He's going to the McKenzie Arena. Oh, wow. On East, East 4th Street in Chattanooga.
0: Yeah, I know where it's at. It's not a huge arena, though. Hmm. I think it seats wow. about 15,000, if that. Well. That's interesting because they're probably already started lining up today. Yeah.
2: Probably. Probably.
0: Well, the Secret Service won't let them line up until they drop the net. Once they drop the net, then they'll let them line up.
2: What's and the net? net
0: got dropped yesterday. So, What's the net? Um, just security protocols that they do three days out. Oh. So where else is he going? Where is he going on Monday?
2: Uh, I think he's going to Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Going Florida's
0: a good man. Where at in Florida? Is he going to the Panhandle, or is he going Central Florida?
2: So, let me. Uh, oh,
0: the Panhandle's Republican it. country. Say what?
1: I don't remember what part of Florida. All I know is he's going to be in Florida and another state on, on Monday.
0: So what's the other state besides Florida
2: um, I think he's going back is he going back to Michigan yeah um, up to... is he going up
0: there for the governor's race
2: think um, so I think he's going for John James
0: okay so he's okay. he's staying out of the governor's race so that's pretty smart so, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, Michigan. The Chattanooga spot was pretty smart. I, I, whoever come up with that, that's a good idea.
2: Okay, wait a minute. I'm trying to pull it up here.
0: Catch Georgia and to catch Tennessee. Although I am kind of surprised to be going back to Tennessee.
2: There's question. Question. Question mark for another trip to Montana. Um,
0: Are they trying Arizona. to take that seat too?
2: Yeah, Arizona.
0: Um, I would um, if he's going to drop in Arizona, it'll be Monday night. Yeah, that'd be the best time to drop in there,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. you don't want to drop the- in there on mm-hmm. Tuesday.
1: The
2: going to president will be in Michigan for John James.
0: Well, uh, with, how, with how Texas is going, I'm surprised he's not going back there. I would make another pit stop in Texas down in that southern area oh. where El Paso. Well, the problem that they're having is Tarrant County, Dallas County, um, Oh, what's the other one? There's another county there. Tarrant, uh, Dallas. California. Austin. Oh, California. i got to think of the name of the county. I don't care about the municipalities. Right. It's the counties that matter. The four largest counties, which is Dallas County, Tarrant County. Oh, shish kebab. I know all four of them. Dallas County, Tarrant County. I want to say... Dallas County. I'm pretty sure it's Dallas County. And there's another one. You know, Arlington in that area very heavy Republican. Austin mm-hmm. and that area very heavy Democrat. Mm-hmm. Houston, yeah, it can kind of go either way. Um, the Bushes are very popular there, so it tends to go Republican. <laughs> uh, San Antonio tends to be Republican. Um, there's some issues going on and not sure why the numbers are showing what they're showing, but they're not good. I'm concerned about them. Um, Mm. If you'd asked me a week ago, I wasn't too concerned about them because the trends that we saw were different. But these last several days, the trends have definitely did a shift, and the internal exit polls from the Republicans and the Democrats match up and it shows O'Rourke within two points. So, um, something okay. to pay attention to on Tuesday, something yeah. to really watch.
2: Well, he's he's done some campaign funds with some illegals down there that they're trying to get the news out
1: on.
0: Who, O'Rourke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. O'Rourke, uh-huh. Well, yep. um, you know, again, people people know this, and they don't care. This is why, you know, I tell you guys, when you guys are posting this crap that nobody's going to read it, nobody cares about it, it and, and truthfully, in the grand scheme of things, it don't matter. Okay, well, let what me he's going to do is you after, the election, after the election, he'll just do an amended return, give the money to charity, and it's over. No laws are broken. By the way,
3: GoBlue.com, have you seen his FEC report? GoBlue.com has done most of their most of his funded most of his campaign. You know where that money's coming out of? Great Britain.
0: We we are aware that the majority of our campaign money is coming from places other than his district. Most Democrats money comes from places other than their districts. Well, but at, the, at the end of so the day, dot com
3: is out of Massachusetts. It's a nonprofit, but it's owned by wow. and managed by a um charity's organization that is in Great Britain yep. and the man's billionaire. So,
0: goblue.com not
3: taking back money is crap.
0: goblue.com is whole a whole website. It is a garbage website. They are they are bundlers. Okay? So,
3: yeah, they're bundlers.
0: They, they are bundlers, so you have to be aware of that. And listen, where the rubber meets the road is, okay, on Tuesday who wins, who loses? And what are the trends right now going into Tuesday? Because those trends matter. In Indiana, Montana, North Dakota, Virginia, Florida, um, it looks like Republicans are either going to win or in striking distance. Okay? I would put Montana... West Virginia, New Jersey within striking distance. Which means that if independents break their way, we're golden. And I agree with Governor Huckabee, if this is a referendum on Trump, then we have nothing to worry about in either chamber. Now Democrats have done pretty good about trying to keep it a referendum, keep it away from being a referendum on Trump except for that it's his fault the synagogue shooting happened, and it's his fault that the pot bomber did what he did, even though yeah. when the Democrat did it a few years ago, nobody tried to blame President Obama.
2: No.
0: So it depends. I don't really go on Twitter, but I do generally well, see the new, ads. Are we the talking? Nude photos, they haven't
3: showed those yet?
0: Are we talking about the stupid hunters ad up in North Dakota?
3: Um, this was a number of liberal women that posed nude and across their—you couldn't see them much. Uh, well, you could see it below, just above their bello- just just below their belly buttons, from there up, huh. and across where their boobs are, they had a a big long thing that. uh, that is, uh, <laughs> that. that's like a banner that says, hashtag, uh, grab them by the ballot.
0: Huh. I actually oh. like that.
3: Yeah, well. I haven't, it, I
0: haven't seen it. it. I don't want to, to see too. it. going to get
3: attention. But, Lots of it.
0: But I particularly like the fact that they said, hashtag, grab by the ballot. Yeah. Well. What they've they've spent millions of dollars. Democrats do this every election cycle. They spend millions of dollars targeting young voters, and the truth is, young voters don't show up. Just the way it is, they do not show up. So okay, now Washington State Washington State has come up with the bright idea that by 2020, they want to allow 16 year olds to vote.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now let me let me just put it let me just put it to you this way
2: i thought it was dc
0: if the minute if it's not the district it's washington state if if that happens then we need to go ahead and get the emancipation papers ready make them adults make them legally able to enter into binding contracts make them legally responsible for everything that they do, and take Mm -hmm. the burden away from their parents. Because if Mm -hmm. you want to vote and have the responsibility of the vote, then you ought to damn well have the responsibility of being an adult. Right. 16-year-olds do not have the brain capacity and the formed brain to make such decisions, okay? And I know there are people out there that will disagree with that statement. They have the right to be wrong. They can disagree with it. Sixteen-year-olds are not ready to make that kind of decision. If they were, all kinds of companies would be ready to enter into contracts with them, but they're not.
2: Well, then I guess they could go to war, too.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you something. That's the just, dumbest you know idea what? I've ever heard.
3: The, even the talk of all of that happening is just shows more of the de- democratic desperation, in my
0: opinion. Well, they think young kids are gonna vote their way and I got news for them. I think if we put the if we put it to a vote that was a private vote that would not become public as in attached to names, I think you're gonna find a heck of a lot more conservative Republican leaning kids out there. Yep. They uh they did a test in a lot of Tennessee high schools. Doing that very thing, asking kids how they lean. It was in a financial studies class, asking them how they lean. Mm. And it came back that nearly 82% of Tennessee children between the ages of 14 and 18 leaned conservative mm. or leaned Republican.
2: Well, you know okay. where this came from. This came from Tamahawk. This is all, you know, Hog's idea. I have. President Trump's schedule. Tomorrow, tomorrow he will be in Montana, Belgrade, Montana.
0: I am am told that that same study was given to second and third graders in Clarksville, Arkansas, and that the second and third graders all leaned Republican. (laughs) Well, it is interesting, because I went looking state by state the other day when I when I found those results I went looking state by state and it's amazing I don't know why anybody would want why the Democrats would want to shake that tree because even in states that are heavily Democratic the kids were almost 50 50 if everybody can remember do y'all remember the kids vote that they do in the high schools across the country on election day the uh-huh. presidentials, they do a kids' vote. You vote for president? Yeah. Mm-hmm. anybody remember who won the kids' vote in 2016? I
2: think it was Trump.
0: Yeah. Does, does anybody know? Nationally, who won the kids' vote?
2: I think it was President Trump.
0: I don't the recall, but I, I do think it's okay. President Trump. The reason I say that is that the kids' vote has accurately picked the president since its inception.
1: I think they were wrong one and time.
0: You, I'm sorry.
1: I think they were wrong one one
0: time. Um, the only one I could think of would be when Dewey was elected. <laughs> And that's because nobody thought he was going to win. They woke up the next morning and he was president. They're like, yeah like um okay, but the truth is he come along at the right time so, but
2: well, let to hear the rest of his visit He's sure. going all over the place okay, tomorrow afternoon he'll be in Belgrade, Montana. tomorrow evening, he'll be in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. On Sunday, he'll be in Macon, Georgia. Sunday night, he'll be in Chattanooga.
0: Wait a minute. He's going to Macon? Wait, wait, wait. Yep. He's going yep. to Macon, Georgia?
1: Yes. yes. That's because of Oprah.
2: And Chattanooga.
0: Well, look how they've got him spread out, and look where he's going. He's going to Pensacola, which is mm-hmm. southern part of Florida. Then he's going to the southern part of Georgia. Then he's going to Tennessee, the southern part of the state, which in the media market will put him in the Chattanooga and Atlanta media market and Nashville media market. So he's got three and Knoxville. So he's got four major media markets that will cover him. Mm -hmm. Um, In Macon, he's got three major media markets. In Florida, two major media markets. In Montana, one halfway major media market. All right.
2: Monday, Monday afternoon, he'll be in Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Why is he going Monday to
2: Cleveland?
0: E- Who's uh, he trying to help in Cleveland?
2: I don't know. I didn't think Ohio no. was in play. Anyway, uh, well, Monday there's, evening. there's not really
0: a big race up there unless they're trying to turn out. But he's going to Cleveland?
2: Yeah.
0: What the hell? Cleveland's not a Republican area,
2: unless he's trying to influence Indiana. But you know, but later that evening, it's, it is be possible
0: out. because the Indiana media market will yeah. pick it up. Yeah. How many yeah, people but, did he draw but, when so he, he went he to Indiana?
3: Being in Dayton if he was going he was trying to reach the Cleveland. Indiana market. Cleveland,
1: uh, Cleveland, Cleveland's
3: Cleveland's really quite like that. a distance away.
0: And How many people? Hang, hang on. How many people did he draw to his rally in Indiana? I haven't got a clue. Quite
3: a few.
2: I, I thought it was a hundred thousand.
0: Can somebody look up the number? Somebody see what the estimated number was for the Indiana rally? Mm-hmm. If you get it from CNN or PMSNBC, add about a hundred thousand to that number. <laughs>
3: I, I do know there there were several of my friends that were there. I did not go. It was at a high school. What? There was a at Trump a rally at a at a high school in Indianapolis today.
0: Was Trump there?
3: Well, yeah. Hang on At a minute.
0: high school? What'd they yes, do, put 15 people in the building?
3: No, it was packed. Hang on a
2: minute.
0: Well, I'm just I'm trying think, to figure out why.
2: he. I think it was, was 15,000 that got in, but 115,000 showed up.
0: What event? Today?
2: No, that was the Indiana one a couple of weeks
0: ago. You'll say, how the hell you stick 15,000 people in a high school gym?
3: was going to say, if you're the talking about today, they're not going to even have the numbers up yet, are they?
0: Oh, yeah. They'll have the numbers before yeah. he ever leaves. They yeah. know the numbers.
3: Well, then let me check. Well, it may be
0: easier somebody for me check the numbers in, in for
3: Indiana.
0: Today. So where's he going on Tuesday?
2: Let's we'll see. On Monday, after Cleveland, he's going to Port Wayne, Indiana. And then he's okay. going to Cape, Cape That evening, he's doing three stops, and the last stop will be Cape Geraldo, Missouri.
0: Claire McCaskill. right. He's going after McCaskill. She's down.
2: Mm -hmm. She's down right now. Anything can happen.
0: Well, on Tuesday, we're going to... (laughs)
2: When does the first
0: when do the first polls close? Seven Central. Seven o'clock. Yeah. All right.
2: Doesn't Alabama close earlier?
0: No. Um. No, Alabama, the state. Most states that have the Central and Eastern time in them both close at seven Central. The only exception to that, I think, is Florida. Florida has some really messed up way that they do theirs. Instead yeah. of having the state close at the same time, they close at two different times. I
2: think it's 8 or 9 so, o'clock,
0: yeah. Half of Florida closes, and then the other half is still voting, or the central time part still voting. Right. Um, but we're going to know fairly early what it's going to look like for Republicans in the House. We'll know how some of the seats go in Virginia. If we see some of those contested seats in Virginia flip, then we're looking at upwards of a fifty seat flip in the House. If Republicans hold, then they'll be fine. Now I will tell you early voting numbers in all of those states do tend to favor Republicans. So far they have they have if you go solely by registration, that favors the Republicans.
2: Virginia is crucial because half of it's Democrat, half of it's Republican.
0: Well, Virginia is Virginia. And it's not half and half. Virginia's not half and half.
2: Well, the northern part is is Democrat.
0: No. And, you know, again, that's another thing that the media sits there and runs their flap hole about, but it's not true. Okay. Okay. DC proper and the immediate suburbs into Virginia, Fairfax County, okay, and up near, oh, what is that, Northern County up there, up there where, no, hang on, Prince Charles, no, yeah, I think it's Prince Charles County, Prince George, Prince Charles, those areas, those are all Democrat areas, okay, Fairfax, the stuff immediately outside of D.C. to the north and to the east, okay, and Roanoke proper are all Democratic strongholds. Anything outside of those three areas are Republican. Like the further east you move in the state, the more red it gets. The only problem is is that the population hub of those D.C. suburbs if Republicans don't show up in droves in the red parts of the state, it's hard to swing the state to red. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the more east and south you move, the more red it becomes. Because, you know, it touches up into Kentucky, West Virginia, Tennessee, um, North Carolina, all red bastions. So, there. are Democrats are not as confident as they think they thought they were.
1: It isn't saying how many right, people so. attended. I'm sorry? It isn't saying how many people attended. I'm looking at it right
0: now. Okay, we'll get a number in the next day or two. This It'll be interesting to see but his rallies i mean his rallies are still drawing thousands upon thousands of people if yeah. he wasn't if he wasn't popular and he wasn't liked he would be drawing obama crowds 1 to 2000 people
2: okay. right
0: i mean that's just the Hold way it obama. is you don't yeah, i'd like to know how many people was at the obama rally today
3: he got tickled today So this was an update at 6 p.m. this evening out of Indy. The field house at Southport High School is already almost filled up, more than an hour before the rally is scheduled to start. Only four spaces left. Hoosiers waited outside in lines, wrapping through the lawn in front of the high school for hours, hoping to hear President Donald Trump speak. One man entertained himself by reading Atlas Shrugged. Others purchased various apparel, such as MAGA hats and pro-Trump T-shirts. Um, and I'm looking, for, I'm looking to try to find some numbers. This is coming from the Indy Star, which is one of the papers up here. And a lot of See, times I'm they're just, more active. The, oh, the Southport um, Fieldhouse, the 12th largest high school gymnasium in the nation, seats 7,124 people.
0: Wow. Oh. Yep.
1: A gymnasium
0: that seats 7,000 people. Could you imagine trying to play a basketball game in that thing? Holy crap.
3: It's the Southport uh, Gymnasium, and it's Southport, Indiana, for rally ahead of midterm election. And it was Braun and...
0: Uh... So they're really trying to pump up the vote for Braun, because he's... he's. I mean, he's right there. If they well, he can was get in a good foot...
3: 31st of August.
0: If they can get a good push going into Tuesday, fire people up, get them out to the polls going into Tuesday, Braun wins it. Braun wins it. Okay, so here's the schedule for
3: Tuesday. CBS also reported tonight that they're they're saying it's going to be edged out, just an edge out by the Republicans. They're calling it as being a Republican state, and a Republican win. So that you know.
0: Well, if if they're calling it an if CBS is calling it an edge out, then he'll win by about eight points. Well,
2: they're saying that where Obama was had the capacity of six thousand. Now it doesn't say if that number actually showed up, but.
0: Well, we, it'd have been all over the news had that been the case.
2: Yeah, really.
0: Massive crowd shows up to support Democrat candidates.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's not what we're hearing. So it, it's, and then he it's calls the
2: thing. Dick. Oh, God. He, I, 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 I was so infuriated today at Fox News, Shepard Smith, who I can't stand i mean they stayed with obama for like 20 minutes you know but they're not carrying president trump's rally okay which really pissed me off and then obama stands there and says well him sending troops to the border is a political stunt our brave military torn away from their
3: families." He couldn't hey, well, in the military. listen. Let Trump me, focuses on immigration at Indiana rally, calls out Barack H. Obama.
2: Oh yeah, and Acosta had something well, to say about that. Where well, he actually called him, by, oh, Barack H. Obama. And I went, well, dear Jim, that is his name, isn't it?
0: Well, here's the here's the gist of it. People know that these women going to the polls vote one of two ways. Y'all have heard me say it a thousand times. They either vote soccer mom or security mom. Mm -hmm. You've got a caravan of umpteen thousand people heading this way, reports of rapes and violence and everything else going on inside this caravan headed to the southern border. We have a president that's saying, hey, look, in order for me to uh, uphold this, I need a Republican Congress to help. And, uh, oh, there's George W. Doesn't look like W. It looks more like H.W., though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A a double equal. Presidential commemorative coin. Oh, well, it is H.W., 1988. Where? Where? It says W, though. God, because he usually says this to me. Anyway, so hold on to that. When he kicks over in a little bit, that'll be worse. Um, what was my thought? Oh, yeah. Okay, here's some Iraq. trackers
3: about the Indiana race. Uh, there's different polls, okay? Um, of course, finally, won Indiana from. by nearly 20 points. Donnelly is, for the most part, maintaining a slim lead in the polls. A Wednesday Fox News poll found Donnelly leading Braun among likely voters 45 to 38 percent, with 5 percent reporting. Libertarian Lucy Brenton and NBC News Mars, Morris poll, also released Wednesday, showed Donnelly leading Braun among likely voters 44 to 41 percent, with 8 percent reporting. Uh, Brenton. However, a CBS News Battleground Tracker poll published Sunday found Braun leading Donnelly among likely voters 46 to 43 percent, and the CBS News Battleground Tracker rates the race as Edge Republican.
0: Okay, well, without seeing internals of that poll and without knowing a few other factors, I don't know. I I have to think that the state of Indiana has not turned on President Trump. And so if he can win it by 20 points, Braun is bound to be able to come in there and squeak out an eight-point win. No, that's we'll, I was thinking we'll see. We'll, we'll see, because I think a lot of these polls are forgetting one thing. And you all have heard me mention this a lot over the past two years, too. And that is, They're forgetting the Trump effect. I don't -hmm. think people are factoring in the Trump effect into these numbers, even with the House. If the Trump effect that happened in 2016 happens in 2018, we're not going to see a shift of anything. Yeah,
2: I heard that today. They still don't get it. They still don't understand
0: they, they don't seem to get that there is that Trump factor. There is that 12 to 13 percent of the voting population that love Trump, love what Trump's doing, and are going to give him people that are going to help him. And I'm just going to tell you, if they show up at the polls on Tuesday, then we've got ourselves a Republican House, albeit a smaller majority, and a Republican Senate that could be filibuster-proof.
2: Yeah. I heard fifty-five, fifty-six 56 in the
0: Senate. Um I I mean that's not filibuster proof but that's getting there. So let's look at some yeah. realistic numbers. North Dakota she's gone. Okay. She she's gone. So there's plus 1. Arizona will stay Republican. I think Claire McCaskill will get beat, so there's plus two. That's 53. I think that Donnelly goes down, there's 54. Uh, Blackburn Blackburn comes in, that's a hold. Uh, Manchin, I can't say he's going to go down. His numbers, he's holding his own. But the only reason his butt has been safe is because he voted for Kavanaugh. (coughs) <coughs> so Florida let's go to Florida um, I think Governor Scott pulls it out in the end but barely in the governor's race um, I don't know uh, I'm afraid Oh uh, Grim, Graham whatever his name is is gonna win it and then he's gonna have to resign because he's gonna be under Federal Bureau of Investigation uh, yeah. issues so Never I see Florida I see Florida going uh, possibly a split going to Gillum for the governor's mansion and Scott for the Senate but you know Nelson Sorry, has I, to I'm, be pissed okay. off
1: I've got upstairs.
0: okay Aww. well you you know Nelson has to be pissed off he's running against Governor Scott mm-hmm. you know so there's a seat <laughs> that there's a seat that's a pickup you hear um,
2: Dan Margino on Dan Margino the other night he said they don't even know who Bill Nelson is he said I live there and they don't even know they're calling him Ben Nelson <laughs> Well,
0: that's funny. also, we've got let's see what other race Montana. Montana may flip, but i wouldn't I wouldn't hold my breath. Montana can be a fickle place sometimes. Montana is a lot like Wyoming. If you've got a native son, if your last name's Cheney, you're gonna win uh-huh. in Wyoming. That's just the way it is. It doesn't matter what damn Cheney wins. Matter of fact, when I was there, we saw a bunch of Cheney signs, his daughter, and mm-hmm. she's unopposed. And people had signs up everywhere. Wow. Oh, yeah. And so, being me, being who I am, decided to ask one of the locals about it. And they're like, ah, oh, we love the Cheneys here. <laughs> so, uh, how do you argue about with
2: Wisconsin? that? Wisconsin?
0: The governor's race? Scott Walker? Could be possibly a squeaker. He wins in a squeaker. Um, I think some people are beginning to get Walker fatigue.
2: Uh, That's what I heard, too.
0: But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not so worried about those races. Like the Michigan race, the Wisconsin race, the Illinois race. Let them play out however they're going to play out. Because at the end of the day... In Michigan, Michigan's sinking. Michigan's a sinking state. Um, Mm -hmm. Illinois is a debt-riddled state that no matter who's at the helm, that state will end up filing bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. okay, because they have got a mess with their pensions up there, and the unions have really, really just screwed that state up. Mm -hmm. Same with Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got issues too. Um, not Scott Walker's makings as a matter of fact he's tried to reverse most of it but they've still got their own problems so I think you see Claire McCaskill get beat you'll see Heidi Heitkamp get beat Um, you'll see Nelson get beat Donnelly get beat so there's your four pickups right there
3: Um, Texas you were talking about your Um, concern over at Dallas County Voters at a polling place in Dallas County are allegedly being told they're allowed to vote only for Democrats, according to complaints filed with authorities accusing Democrat election workers and others of illegally electioneering and influencing voters.
0: Well, I, I have a hard time believing that. I really do. I'm just going to tell you right now, I've got a hard time believing that. These poll workers, I'm going to tell you, they are trained inside and out. And they like their jobs and most of them will not mention anything political they wait for years to do this job they're not going to mention anything political i've been in some of the most political precincts in the country and never have i had a poll worker say anything to me of that nature
3: well this guy's name is Little littlejohn he's a republican write-in candidate for the texas house district number 109 He told Texas Scorecard he filed the complaints after learning Democrats inside the early voting location at Disciples Central Community Church in DeSoto had advised voters they couldn't vote for Republican candidates. Voters were told that DeSoto is a Democratic voting location only, and if voting for any Republicans or write-ins, they need to go north to Dallas, Little John said.
0: Okay, well, first of all, once you go in the booth, nobody knows. Second of all, um does sound like it's a heavily democratic precinct uh but again, once you're in the booth, nobody sees your ballot. Vote for the hell you want to.
2: That's like the Black Panthers during the two thousand eight election
0: in Pennsylvania yeah,
2: yeah,
0: well, it happens
2: and people try Whatever's going to throw me me on happen. Well, then people on Twitter trying to tell me voter fraud
0: doesn't exist. Hell, it doesn't. Well, voter fraud does exist um, in our own country, both on the Republican side and on the Democrat side. So Republicans aren't free of this either. But I do have a concern about Texas. I don't necessarily think it's going to flip, but it may be a little too close for comfort. And if it is, then there's going to be a lot of damage to what's left of the Ted Cruz brand. And so that's going to be something that will have to be addressed if there's going to be a future Senate run. Because, I mean, I know it's six years away, but something he's going to have to be mindful of if he plans to run another Senate campaign. I don't think he
3: plans to run for another Senate seat. He believes in term limits, and he has written legislation for it.
0: Well, again, I've told everybody term limits are elections, and that's that. Um, I will, if Congress wants to enact and impose a term limit on themselves, that's fine. Um, I will not support any constitutional amendment that limits the ability of a person to be elected to office uh, as elections are term limits. And that's just that. I think it's stupid. The more oh, we restrict and, ourselves.
2: So you're uh, saying that Chuck Schumer is in office for 4,500 years because he's doing a lot of good. He pays. No, I'm saying I'm college. saying
0: he's in office because New Yorkers keep putting him there.
2: Oh, and, and as long as New Yorkers,
0: as long as New Yorkers keep voting him in office. Then that's their business. It's now, their but, but, but what you you can't
3: believe what you're saying because Texans aren't putting O'Rourke in office. I hate to tell you that, but it's outside money that is. That's why if, what they're if, doing is right. Can, let, you me, can, let me you let me explain. Let me
0: let me no. Let's put the let's put the rubber rubber where the road is. Outside money is not taking a person and putting them in the voting booth and having them push the button for O'Rourke. The voter is. Okay? The voter is. Simple as that. It isn't the money that came from George Soros. It isn't the money that came from Blue Wave. It isn't the money that came from Great Britain. It is the voter. Okay?
2: You're going to tell me that Joseph P. Kennedy didn't buy that election for John?
0: I'm going to tell you that the voters make the decision. And to say that money decides the election is to take all faith and credibility away from the voter. Right. Your you
3: yourself said that it takes money to win an election.
0: Okay. It does take money to win elections, but it well, ain't got that, nothing that's to do. Why, with,
3: that's where there's a problem with, with it. Okay, It's just, it's, it's got that hand. You all hand. are
0: taking, you all are taking a phrase that I said and twisting it to try and suit the purpose. The constitution is the constitution. We do not need to continually change the Constitution so that it restricts our abilities. If I want to elect Marsha Blackburn as my senator for the next 100 years, I should have that right. If I want to elect Tom Cotton, my senator, for the next 100 years, I should have that right. Okay? We're already restricted. I
3: just have to agree to disagree our, on that one because I think our
0: that, I
3: don't think that our, our founding fathers meant for anybody to serve for their entire uh, working career in a political They didn't. Office.
0: You were to serve for you a season for a and go work. home. But we have no right. Were
3: they, if they weren't you, serving themselves, it wouldn't be a problem.
0: You have absolutely no right, none whatsoever, as an Indianan, okay, to infringe on my ability to vote for whoever I damn well want to, to represent me. If Indiana wants to impose term limits on their elected officials, then they can do so. But changing the United States Constitution, because you feel like, or whoever feels like, that money influences an election, infringes on my rights. And that's the very problem that we as Republicans stand up against, because that's what Democrats want to do. They want to change the Constitution to restrict the right to bear arms. They want to change the Constitution so that freedom of speech is, you can have freedom of speech, but don't talk about some two-bit faggot that chose to go out there and have their dick cut off and become a woman.
3: Well, I'm not arguing with you of those things. Those things don't have anything to do with a Congress that's not getting things Ah. done.
0: But they have, the taking, they
3: have to do with taking.
0: They have to. They have to do with taking away freedom. I should have the right to say whatever I want to, whenever I want to, as long as it doesn't impose itself on you. Just like you have the right as a resident of the state of Indiana to vote whoever you want to to go represent you in Congress. I don't have to like them. You can vote for them a hundred times, reelect them every single time. Okay, That is your choice. If you choose to be influenced by the television ads and the money spent, then that's you. But putting a constitutional amendment saying that somebody cannot serve more than two terms or more than one term or more than three terms, that's poppycock. And you're taking away your own right to determine who represents you because you want to put term limits in just like when they put term limits in on the president they put the well, term didn't limits you say in because that you they, would like
3: to the senate go back to the way that it was where it wasn't our choice to decide who's in the senate that it's that it's an electoral thing what's the difference well
0: again the i difference? guess you need to understand i guess you need to understand how the two bodies were set up in a, in order to understand how it goes and to answer your question, would I like to see the Senate elected by the state legislatures? Yes, I would. But again, you would have to understand what the Senate was designed for and that it was designed to be a representative of the state government and the state body, not the people. The people have their representatives in the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives represents the people's interest. The Senate was to represent the state's interests. And that way you have both entities represented, both you as the people and the states as entities. And you know what? It worked well. The reason they changed the rules? Because they didn't like it, how the shakeup meant, because they couldn't get full control over it. So they decided oh, well, there you go. There you
3: go. It got changed.
0: So it should be changed back. It does happen. And as a matter of fact, if the majority of the people today knew how it was originally set up, they would vote to change it back, I guarantee it. Because that's why the Senate has the advice and consent clause in it. That's why the Senate is referred to as a deliberative body. Because their their job isn't to represent the people, their job is to represent the interest of the states. The House of Representatives represents the interest of the people, and then, huh. so both entities are represented. But I guess they missed that class at uh, Hillsdale.
2: Yeah, really.
0: So listen, I, I'm I'm for freedom. Okay, no, I'm not a libertarian uh, because I think that carries it too far. But I think the Constitution should not be a restrictive body on our rights. And telling me who I can and can't vote for after a period of time is restrictive on my rights. And if you look at any changes made to the Constitution, they have all been reactive. None of them have been proactive. They've all been reactive. When term limits on president was put in, why did they put the term limits on the president? Because FDR died in office, and they didn't know he was dead. Reactive bad move the American people are not stupid and we shouldn't be treated like we're stupid although off the record I normally tell people to treat people as if they were in the 5th grade when doing an election excuse me um,
3: there are Americans that voted in Maxine Waters there are Americans you know that voted what? in Kamala Harris there are Americans you that voted what? in Cory Booker All you're exactly right they did And they make no bones about being socialists. Well, there's a problem with
0: that. No, there's not. That's their people. Their constituents chose to send them to Congress to represent them in the Senate and in the House. And it's their choice. Kamala Harris, Maxine Waters, California wants them to represent them. California sends them up. Cory Booker is uh, New Jersey. New Jersey wants wants him to represent them. They have every right to choose who they want. We don't go to New Jersey and vote in their elections. Okay? The state of Indiana wants Domley. Let's just
3: say we lose House. You want Maxine Waters being ahead of Wall Street?
0: Of course I don't want Maxine Waters being ahead of Wall Street. But California chose to send her up. And I agree with President Obama on one thing and one thing only. Okay? Three words. Elections, have consequences. Simple as that. The president and I agree on that. Okay? If the American people as a whole go to the ballot box and they choose to give power to the other party, elections have consequences. Okay? Doesn't mean I agree with it because my states, both of them, will elect the way they're supposed to. Okay, they're sending Republicans across the board.
3: Yeah, well, they're the setup is only people that are wealthy are going to be able to run for office and get elected. That's basically I, I the tend, setup. That's the setup.
0: Anyway, I, I, tend set to dis- I tend to disagree with that because I happen to know several not-rich politicians. Matter of fact, there is a congressman for the state of Arkansas that sleeps in his office in the Capitol instead of renting a place while he's up there he sleeps in his office okay so I'm not that's not true and and sadly people have gotten such a sour outlook on politics including me at times that they forget that this is a beacon for people and that if you oh, want to it's change not. something,
3: this this country is no longer a beacon for people. I beg to differ. We have a president that is uh, got half the country that is tearing him down with every breath that, uh, in their bodies. And you know
0: what? Four
3: okay, four years and ago, he's doing nothing four but years
0: ago, to our borders, four years ago, up. four years. Well, we're ago, just going
3: to see how it plays out. Other, our-
0: four years ago the other half of the country was tearing the president apart okay again that is that that is part of the country and part of politics it's not pleasant but anybody and and this is this is one of those I'm gonna call you out Jill okay but comparatively speaking to the other 185 countries on this planet, and i say 185 civilized countries, um, and I use the word civilized tongue-in-cheek with the Congo and Iran and Iraq and some of the other Syria. We still are that beacon that everybody comes to. And to look, you want proof of that, look at that caravan of people moving their way this way. Not all of them in that caravan are bad. There are some good people in there trying to make a better life for themselves. Are they doing it wrong? Yes, they are. Do they deserve to come across the border? No, they don't. Okay, because they're not doing it the right way. But how can anybody that stands in this country and wakes up every morning and looks around at your family and your home and the food in your cabinet and not say, that we are that shining city that everybody wants to be a part of because no matter how rotten we may feel about things sometimes we still are that beacon. Hey no, ask
3: a Democrat. Maybe you'll get a straight answer.
0: Listen, I really don't care what they think. I know what I see. I know that I see good in people every day. I know that I see that flag waving proud all across the places that I've been in this country, and I've been from one end to the other, top to bottom. And if the Democrats feel that we're no longer that, so be it. That is their choice. But until the last breath in me, I will be a red, white, and blue, flag-waving, fun-loving person. And I will always believe to the bottom of my core, as I have since the first time I ever heard Ronald Reagan say it, as a kid that we are a shining city on a hill and I refuse to believe now just like I refuse to believe then and I've seen a lot I've been at the highest point and the lowest of lows and never have I ever felt that may my country abandon me or be that we were not a beacon for the rest of the world we may have violence we may have our own troubles but, by damn, at the end of the day, if we were forced to, those of us that are red, white, and blue would still come together. Yeah. And that's that.
2: It's as it got during Obama. And it got pretty bad. You know, I never lost faith in this country that we couldn't come back. You
0: I know, disagreed yeah. with Obama's policies. Okay. And, yeah, things were a little tighter under his administration. But at the end of the day, I still had a roof. I still had food. I still could come and go as I pleased. And you know what? The people around me did the same thing. We still looked at the flag with respect. We still looked at the flag with a lump in our throats. And that's that. And I'm sorry that there are some people out there that feel otherwise. And Jill, I know deep down you do not feel that way. You're just angry at the situation. We all are.
3: I don't like the fact that my grandchildren and my daughter are fearful because there's people trying to get into our country just like they did in Europe that want to rape women, that have raped well, women like no. in Europe. You don't think that there's people. You're, Look, I've heard listen, the interview you're
0: Indiana.
3: Mexican who you're was you're deported trying to be pardoned for attempted murder and trying to get back in.
0: Oh, come Maybe on. Maybe they're some good scared.
3: Not doing it if your right. daughter's
0: scared, if your daughter's scared, get online, find a concealed carry class, put her in it, teach her how to fire a firearm, get her a concealed carry permit, and have her slap a piece of steel on the side of her hip. And if somebody tries to mess with her or her children, blow them out of their shoes. That's how you solve that problem. You don't live in fear. If you live in fear, then they win. There's always sure. bad people. There's bad Americans that would want to rape you and kill you. Not talking about that damn caravan. There's 15,000 troops getting ready to head down that way to help solve that problem. Yep. Most of them won't even make it this far. So that caravan, as as much trouble as that caravan is going to cause on the southern border, those that finally make it. Okay. Mexico got smart. They refused to give them buses. They wanted buses (laughs) to go ahead and get here. And Mexico said, "Uh uh-uh, we ain't giving you nothing. Because they know what will happen. The tap from Walmart to Walmart will be shut off, and then Mexico will lose most of its resources. But, having said that... It is that time. As a matter of fact, it's way past that time. Tuesday night, for those of you that choose to be a part of our election night roundtable, we will get started about 15 minutes before the first polls close, and we'll be here until we ain't here. Um, but we'll probably know, we'll know by at least 10 o'clock uh, Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, if the uh, if, uh, house is going to flip. Know fairly early. I uh, want to congratulate early uh, Tim Burchett, who will become the 3rd Congressional District's uh, congressman. Hopefully, him and Bill Haslam and Mike Ragsdale can stay out of uh, gay threesomes for a while. Marsha Blackburn, congratulations on becoming uh, the next senator from the great state of Tennessee and helping prove my thing right from about five years ago when I predict, actually even how many years ago, three, when I predicted this very thing would happen. Oh. Anybody got any final comments before we close out tonight? Any comments?
2: I'm never buying Halloween candy again.
0: <laughs> well, I can't help it that you scare away the trick or treaters before they ever get there. I don't. We had all kinds of trick or treaters in the pouring down rain. Well,
3: our kids are oh, going uh, tomorrow, so that they didn't have to be in the rain.
0: Well, here it's rain, shine, snow, sleet or hail.
1: No, no,
0: all right. Well everybody have a good night. Remember you gotta stand for something you fall for anything, freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Thank the families of soldiers for without them. We wouldn't have an all volunteer army. And you know what? Thank people like me and you guys who keep this in the public eye so that we can at least try to make a difference. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Good night. night.